0: I just find out that I have a bunch of like nudes out there and like dick pics and I'm like, I didn't know that.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
3: You're listening to Sapnin' Podcast. Sapnin'. Sapnin'. You're listening to episode 89 of Sapnin' Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards, a.k.a. the rapper
4: Mo Dick. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards. This is episode 89, and this instalment is going to make you put on those skinny jeans, double up on the eyeliner, and grow your hair over your eyes, because emo's not dead. Nice, I like that you didn't use a lyric I'm glad, to be honest,
3: that you haven't He hasn't got his own lyrics out for this stuff just yet But yes, this
4: week's guest is the fantastic Matt Cutchill Yes, what an online personality, sensation And honour to have on this week's podcast I'm so excited about this
3: Yes, uh, former Vine star Now social media star, actor uh, Former... Front man of a band, which we get into, we yeah. talk a bit about that. And lately he's gone viral with his emo's not dead. Series.
4: Yeah, he's a man who's got a huge resume. But just for anyone who's not aware, of course, uh, Matt is a massive online personality. As Sean said, he's been doing this kind of stuff for years on all different platforms, from Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, you name it. He creates funny and relatable videos online, and the many characters with a host of his friends and his fiance Ariel Vanderberg. But about eighteen months ago or so, he created a new persona that's turned into a whole sensation and brand in Emo's Not Dead and Sean and I have been laughing out loud ever since
3: Yes, yes we have um, Yeah, the Emo's Not Dead video are a kind of funny look back at how we all loved that music and still love that music and that's what we touch on in the interview um, You know, we all have that, those moments where a song comes on that we've heard from like our past and we're like Jesus Christ It's our <laughs> that's exactly what it is and he's nailed it with his sketches and they're hilarious and uh, yeah, brilliant. Fair play to him. Well done, Matt.
4: Yeah, it's become such a hit in the alternative scene. He's collaborated with a host of bands, including The U's, Hawthorne Heights, Playing White Tees, and Matt is joining us today to talk all about it, how it started, what's next, his previous life as a signed musician, and just taking the brand into coffee, merchandise, all these crazy things, as well as how social media has affected his mental health and advice young creators in the game today.
3: Yes, One other thing, he's also played Slam Dunk once with his band, but we get into that later in the interview. (laughs) I just wanted to throw that in because loads of people will
4: know who he is and then be like, "What? He's been? He played Slam Dunk?" What, he's been in Leeds? The poor bastard's been in Leeds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's loads of surprises. I'm so happy. This one's going to be a a really, really great instalment. But um, if you're listening to Sapnin' Podcast for the first time, well, Sapnin', hello. How are you? Sapnin'! There's loads of previous episodes, 88 to be exact, with some of your favourite emo bands of all time. We've talked to the likes of Taken Back Sunday, The Used, Dance Gavin Dance, Thursday, Frank Iroh. I mean, ah, the list is endless you can check it out and remember to go back and listen to all those previous emo episodes of sapmin podcast when you're done with this tell your friends and give us a like and follow on all our social media pages at sapmin pod on twitter and the instagram
3: <laughs> that sounded like you were trying to finish our sentence for about two minutes In you know like when we when we start talking <laughs> and we're like and that is it you were like ah, ah, oh Ah oh ah, ah, ah. yes check us out on at SapninPod. Pod, that's at S A W P E N I N P O D on Instagram and Twitter. And uh yeah if you've liked this episode or if you enjoyed this episode or you've enjoyed any of the others, please think about supporting the podcast at patreon.com forward slash sapnin because every little helps us carry on doing this. So yes. thank you very much to anybody who's already a Patreon. We appreciate you. Thank you.
4: Yes, if you're a massive emo like us who love to sing cute without the E to ourselves in the mirror and trying to do both both vocal parts, why not join our community full of emos and goths, don't forget the goths, at our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Lovely community, lovely people, and we'd love you to come and get involved. Yes, do that. What do we do now? Should we get on with the episode? Um, I think in pure emo style, we... I don't know. Where I'm going with this. Yes, this is the take test. take 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 it away. <laughs> Saturn. Saturn.
1: Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.
0: Sapnin 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 Yes Yes full house full house
3: yes this week's guest is internet personality comedian actor frontman and now very very soon getting into the coffee business and as every the majority of people listen to this podcast are he is also one of us and he is a massive emo Ladies and gentlemen, our guest is Matt Thank yes. You very
0: Yes. Thanks for having me, guys. I am rock hard right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, well, yeah they, they can't. Yeah, people can't see this because it's an audio podcast. But luckily, we can see that. Uh,
0: yeah, you guys can see it, and I just want them to know that.
4: Okay. Yeah, guys. it's
3: ve- very impressive. Yeah. Very, very impressive. Thank you.
4: I, I was going to say the pleasure's all ours, but now obviously we can see that <laughs> you yeah. enjoy it
0: as much as we are. <laughs> I'm enjoying this too, guys. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, but uh, how are you doing anyway? How's things? I'm I'm sure it's being a very crazy time for
0: you in this weird pandemic world. Yeah, you know, things are okay. Um uh, to be completely honest, uh, you know, I I am fortunate to be in Los Angeles and have a, f- you know, fairly good sized home, so it's not that horrible. I have friends who are in New York City in tiny tiny apartments and, you know, obviously living on top of other people and they just don't go out much they don't get to don't get to do much and I just feel a little bit more you know fortunate that I do live in LA during this time but it is strange though like I, I miss I miss the real world I miss going to bars and restaurants but it is what it is where, where are you guys at I didn't ask you that yet oh UK. Yeah. well Wales in the UK oh uh, someone else is. you said someone's in Wales and someone's in the in the UK Oh, no,
3: no. no. S- same thing. Wales. Um, yeah, yeah. Just Wales. next We're both Welsh. Yeah. Wait, um, wait.
0: Yeah. I thought that Wales. Uh, this is going to be a, a little bit of history <laughs> here. OK, when I toured when I toured in my band, my old band, we went yeah. to Wales. But the people from Wales, they didn't like people from where? Because I, I made the mistake. England. Oh, God, that's what it was. OK, I made a mistake <laughs> think, thinking that we were in England and, they're, and they got so pissed. Oh, yeah. That's, no, a, yeah, yeah, that's a giant that's do like, not
3: do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like me coming on stage in LA and going, Yes! Hello, Mexico! <laughs> 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 that's like coming on stage in Canada What's going, Hello, Mexico? America! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's pretty much the worst thing you could do in Wales. Well, I, think that's, oh, I, did um,
0: I, I did the possible worst thing you can do. So my apologies to all... Uh, do, wait, wait! Are you, you guys would be called uh, Wellians? Welsh, <laughs> Welsh. Welsh. okay, good I'll, I'll, <laughs> no? I'll take I'm it. I'll take it. I officially lost all your audience just now. They all just turn off the podcast. Like, screw this, dude.
3: No, they no, love it. They will love it. Um, yeah, what we found is a lot of the, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast um, love it when things uh, when I get bullied or when things go wrong. Yeah. So the f- yeah the fact that you've um, accidentally had to go to Wales, I'm sure they'll be over the moon. They will be. <laughs> okay,
0: I like. By the way, too. I already, I already like the vibe of you guys' podcast. I've gone on so many podcasts where it's just, it's just kind of very, it's by the book and more. Just, it's super conversational, as they all are. But you guys are just fun. You're down for whatever. We can talk about, you know, me being rock hard on your podcast, and it's just fun. <laughs> it's, it's so far, <laughs> yeah. it's so good. So, thank
3: you, thank you very much. Because yeah, I was worried that we're just too much of a mess, and uh, we're all over the fucking place all the time. But. um yeah, oh I appreciate that. That really that really means uh, means the world. Yeah, to cheers us. man. Um, Thanks a lot. But yeah, you mentioned you mentioned your former band, It Boys. Yep. Um when did you come over to the UK?
0: Um so I started that band in like 2007, and we started touring in two, like the very end of 2008, maybe beginning of 2009, and um, we did our first tour was the U.S. and I, I think by like 2010, uh, we we went to the U.K. and our album actually we were doing better in the U.K. for some reason. Like I guess I guess what we were at the time being kind of like an an emo pop band. It was kind of fading out in the states, but people still loved it in the uk so we played like the slam dunk music festival out there super fun um and so yeah like that that was probably 2010 but we we went three different times so i think probably twice in 2010 and maybe like once in 2011 that's crazy awesome it was fun i i I really enjoyed it i love i loved being there
4: yeah but Matt, yeah, as as we've mentioned, I mean, you have a CV full of many different things you've done in the past, from creating videos on all these different social media sites to being in the band to act and to, to pretty much everything. But we've got to talk about Emo's Not Dead. That has being a huge sensation uh, in the rock community and online, everything over the past 18 months. How did that all first come about? Did you expect it to... Hit off as, as much as it did, and, and do so many follow up videos, and create it as a brand in many ways now.
0: Honestly, no. I mean, the, the short answer is no, I didn't expect that. Um, I do social media comedy videos. That's what I do for a living. So, but, but it's never one character. It's just like me and my now fiance doing funny skits or me and my group of friends doing like dumb, funny videos. But um, being that I loved emo music, I just had an idea that I wanted to do a video where I sat in a car and... And uh, my girlfriend at the time, she's now my fiance, but my fiance was going to try to get in the car and I would be in this emo wig. And I think the first one was to maybe uh, I miss you by blink 182. And I didn't know what to expect. I just kind of posted it and um, it did extremely well on Instagram, which is great. But like videos don't really have uh, the algorithm to go viral on Instagram. Usually that's a, a YouTube thing or a Facebook thing, right? So I posted that same video to Facebook and I just kind of like clicked post, closed my laptop, went about my day. And then the next day I checked on it and it had like 200,000 views. And my, I was not getting those views back then. Like I probably, when I first started posting emo's not dead, like a year and eight months ago on Facebook, I had probably 53,000 followers. Now I have like close to 800,000 because of (laughs) emo's not dead. And, um, and so yeah, I checked it and I was like 200,000 views. Like this should have 10,000 views. What's going on here? And then I checked and it had a shit ton of comments, like thousands of comments. I was so confused and I was like something happened here. It's a weird glitch. I actually got a hold of someone that I knew at Facebook and I was like, "Hey, just wondering, did you guys boost this video or anything?" And then he looked into it. He's like, "No, I think you just have a viral video." So then I I told my um my fiance Ariel who's in my videos with me. I was like, "Hey, I was like I kind of want to shoot another one and just see what happens." we shot the second one, we posted it, it went viral. I was, I was legit mind blown because I've had a few viral videos in like my career of doing social media, but never like that quick, like emo video one viral, emo video two viral. So then long story short, I now have like 16 of the videos out. I posted one this morning and it's going viral. So like it it made me, it made me Believe that there's this, you know, community of guys like us who still love the scene. We love that music. We love, you know, what it's about. And um, and so yeah, I just kind of, it just, you know, once I realized like people loved it, I was like, I can't let my emo community down. I'm gonna carry the flag and I'm gonna keep on putting out fresh content. So, so that's what I've been doing.
3: Nice. No, I, I, I love it. It's, it's fucking. It's so fun. It's so funny. It's genius. And I think. I think in, I'm going to say our scene, ugh, in our <laughs> scene, I think, yeah, it works better than it would at maybe any others cause I think a lot of other ones are just too serious and take mm. themselves too serious. But looking back on how we all used to look back then as well, like, it's hilarious. <laughs> just And the fact that we can... Dude, yeah, we can just dude, a hundred percent.
0: No, like I was thinking, like it's it's so funny because like we at, we do love the music. Like we're not making fun mm. of the music, but it's fun yeah. to like look back at how we dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like when I look back at my band, and every single one of us had the swoop hair, and like, like, like wore the the spray paint tight jeans. Like that was such a look, but it was super cool back then. So, um, you know, as much as I still absolutely love the music, it's fun for my character to kind of be this guy from the early 2000s. Yeah, uh, what I love about it
4: particularly as well is just how kind of like spot on it is in terms of that kind of awkwardness at, at times. Well, I mean, I think we've all had moments where we've been home pretending to be burnt from the used, and then someone's catching us, and we're like, oh, you know, uh, it just
0: seems to capture that emo mentality uh, completely. Oh totally. I mean, I mean, listen, dude. I don't know how many times I've practiced my, my emo stuff in the mirror. Where I literally was like, God, like these guys, like, like, um, take Adam from Taking Back Sunday and Bert from the U's. Like these guys just have such crazy and awesome stage presence. And obviously, you know Gerard away as well from My Chemical. But like these guys are amazing on stage. And in a weird way, it's like, God, I wish I could get away with that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they do, they do super like flamboyant moves on stage. And you're like, God, I wish I could. Could do that and people wouldn't think that I'm an idiot, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: nice.
4: Outstanding. Um, and, and a lot of the videos as well. You've had some like, guest appearances from a host of really pioneers of that emo scene in Hawthorne Heights, The Used, Plain White Tees, I mean, just, just a massive collection. How is it being seen seeing that the artists react to these videos, wanting to get involved? I mean, how is that connection
0: being between the two sides? Well, to be honest, like, um... A, a lot of these guys started following me. So I would randomly get like messages or DMS from, from my fans saying, Oh my God, like, um, you know, so-and-so from the use commented on your post. Um, Pierre from simple plan is following you and just commented. So like, I just started hearing from my fans and then I just started looking into it. And all these people like, you know, Mark Hoppus and dashboard confessional and, <laughs> and, um, and, um, I'm blanking on his name. One of the, uh, the other way from my chemical romance why am i blocking on his name uh, uh, mikey. Mike, mikey mikey sorry mikey way and like all these guys started following me and i just started noticing i was like well if these guys have discovered me from my emos not dead series i should just reach out and see if they want to be involved so i started reaching out to these guys and they were stoked like uh, the, the first guys that i think i worked with were, were uh, hawthorne heights and i dm'd hawthorne heights and i was like I was like, hey, would you guys be down to collab in my next Emo's Not Dead video? And they just wrote back like, I'd be honored. And I was like, hell yeah. So, you know, it just started, you know, I just started DMing these guys who I knew followed me and they're all all so on board and they all love it, which is great because my biggest concern was I don't want anyone to think that I'm making fun of that music. I'm obsessed with it. I used to be that guy and it's essentially me, you know, time traveling back to early 2000s, but I get to live it out right now on social media which didn't exist back then so it's um so yeah i'm 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 very fortunate that these guys are on board and excited to do this have you had any um like friction from bands or has anybody said
3: don't use our song
0: or anything? No, you you know what? I haven't yet. Um, Not by the bands themselves. Um, What I do, I I can't stand. Like, I just posted a a video today. It's My Chemical Romance. I'm not okay. I just did that video. I uploaded it at 10, like literally like an hour ago. And it gets copyright claims. So what happens is Uh, I'll get pinged for a copyright claim and it'll say, your video will be muted in these territories. And it'll name all these countries that it's muted in. And I'm like, listen, like, I'm not making making money from posting that on Facebook. I don't get ad royalties. I don't make money from the song. They do actually. If They, they can claim the song and they can get um, money from the views. So, it kind of bums me out so i've actually been fortunate you know i have some connections in the music industry so i'll like reach out to labels and say hey i just posted a video with um with the used it has millions it's it's getting millions of views can you just release it to the other countries and usually they'll say okay and do that Uh, but when it comes to the bands themselves like they're they love it
3: oh no yeah like i said i think you've picked the the perfect genre because we can't none of us are too serious about ourselves at all. Whereas I think like if you did it with like metal, you'd have metal mm. purists like, don't you dare make fun of us? Oh, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah.
4: But yeah. All right. Um, I'd, be, I'd be quite interested to know, when did you first get like introduced to, to emo music? Was there a particular story or anything how you really got introduced to
0: the scene? Um, yeah. So So I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and two of my best friends um, were these guys, Judah and his brother, Duck. And they were always, I'm not kidding, they were way ahead of the game. When the scene first happened, they were on it like that. Like, uh, do you guys remember Remember from first to last? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so, yeah. like, for, they, they were kind of pioneers, uh, like, ish of that scene, right? They were some of the first guys to go, like, to to do the whole emo scene, and um, and Judah and Duck, they had a band called Reclaim the Fallen, and they had a you know they had a cult following in Portland, Oregon. I would go to all their shows, and I was a very like normal preppy dude. Like I would wear like, you know, like, I don't know if you guys know the brand Hollister, but I would wear like Hollister t-shirts <laughs> yeah. and like, yeah. I was just like a normal preppy dude from Oregon and I would go to their shows and I loved it. I loved I loved the energy, I loved the crowd, I loved the fans, I just loved what it was and that's what got me into the music and I think the first band that I really got into um, was Taking Back Sunday. So Taking Back Sunday was kind of my my intro into the emo scene and then i discovered everybody else you know from from the used and and uh and and on and and i, I just loved it i absolutely loved it from there
3: have you um have you reached out to
0: anyone from, from first to last or anyone anybody like that well i just i just uh dm'd sunny <laughs> yeah, <laughs> A-K-A that yeah that, i just that the he's the thing is i mean the dudes probably got let me see uh It's Skrillex now So we know how big he is He has 9 million followers I don't think he's going to see my message um, But I did DM him But I think that I might have to go the route Of having like management sort of reach out to their managers and, and, And see what's good
3: Or you could go via us I could go. I could, I could go to the guitarist and then get him to message Sunny to check his DMs. I'll do that after this. Thank promise. you. Let we'll me write it down. If
0: you can make that happen, if <laughs> if Sunny will read, if even if he reads the DM and it says scene, I'm I'm excited.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, You could change that to scene, as in S C E N. Genius.
0: That honestly. Use that in a video. Instagram should honestly change it. That if you actually used to be a band guy, it changes it to just scene for all of us. W- weird, See, weird little yeah. thing to add, but why not? You're on to something
4: but but with that as well. I mean, I'm sure you've had loads of plans for uh, other collaborations. Is anything being had to put on hold or anything with
0: with COVID or anything like that, or is there more features in the works? There, yeah, there are features in the works. Um, I've I've chatted with Dashboard Confessional. They're excited to nice. collab on a video. Um, I've chatted with Ryan Key from Yellow Card. He's a buddy of mine, oh, cool. and, and he's he's um, not living in L.A. at the moment, but I might go where he is and and shoot a video. So he's excited about it. And um, I also have something in the works with uh, with Simple Plan. So awesome. I got yeah I, I got a lot of the uh, the pop the pop emo covered um but i definitely want to do something i want to do something a little bit a little bit more screamo soon i feel like uh, i did uh, i did one video to um to asking alexandria uh just for like when i was promoting my coffee but i i, I love doing those kind of like more more hardcore and screamo stuff so um that's maybe that's where for, from first to last comes in right yeah I'm on it now that's my my mission (laughs) now
4: (laughs) but that's the thing I think with emo as well I mean that community kind of stretches on to a lot of different bands That even though if maybe you feel like you've done a lot of those key acts, you can still go off to all those kind of subgenres and things that go off in there. It's a, it's a really open community
0: in many sense. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, I've had some... Th- there's plenty of bands that I still want to work with. I've had some um, some Twitter dialogue with Under Oath because I did a video using their song... Um, too, I thought, what was that? I, I did. It wasn't called. It wasn't technically a felt emo might delete video. It was like I called it like. Have you guys heard the new Lion King? And then I turned into the emo guy and I'm listening to the, the music in my car. But they loved it. They reposted it on Twitter and I started DMing with them. So um, there's a lot of bands that I that I want to work with. But I think what I'm most excited about. And what I'm working on now is I've done 16 videos. They have, you know, over 110 million views online. So people clearly love them. But I want to give these people more. I don't want to just, I don't want to continue to just, uh, you know, feature bands in like a short comedy skit. I'd like to turn this into sort of a mini series uh, where we can have five to 10 minute episodes. So my next step, I've chatted with my team already and I'm looking to get a production company and label on board. And I want to make make A full on emo's not dead series and, um, and kind of carry that can continue to carry that emo flag. Nice, amazing. Just,
3: yeah, as you were saying now, then I was just like, oh, you've got a spin off festival as well. Like, you could <laughs> easily do like an emo's not dead festival, um. You could even you could even go in front a band where you go and play all those songs as well. Dude, there's so many options. Honestly,
0: there's so I've lit I literally have everything covered from me me doing my own band and my own album. I've already recorded recorded two songs uh, under my new yes. under my new artist name. I can't re- tell you guys what that is yet. Um, I've already talked to a couple people about doing Emo's Not Dead Music Festival in addition to the show. So like I just think the the brand is so fun and I'm passionate about it, which makes it even that more exciting to do as much as I can you know like if, if this was something that I wasn't excited about I'd I wouldn't I'd just be like yeah let's just keep doing some videos because they do well but I love it every single time I post a video I'm obsessed with seeing how many people like it and comment and my interaction with the fans I, I love it and I I want to I want to give the fans more because no one's really servicing that community right now you know at yeah. least at least not with yeah. the, with uh, with comedy content
3: and yeah there seems to be a major kind of well, it's come round again. It's, I think it's as big now as it maybe ever was. So, and yeah, we're seeing so many re- reformation of of old bands and stuff. So, yeah, it's awesome. It's 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 a very exciting time for the mm. emo again.
0: It really is. I'm 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 happy that I'm I'm helping to push people to to actually bring it back and and resurrect it from the dead because emo's not dead. We know that. Yeah, exactly. But speaking of all these exciting things
4: going on with the brand as well, one thing I wanted to talk about is like you know when you're young and discovering emo, you you get obsessed with energy drinks. I like to find you know that's that's kind of the phase. as you grow older, a lot of people have gone into coffee, yeah, which you have as well with uh, emo's not dead coffee, your screamo blend. Like, how did that transition come about? Did you was it just a natural thing of everyone
0: growing older? well there 's a couple of things, yes, and very I mean obviously v- very smart to think of that is yes, like every our demographic is now our age we 're coffee drinkers <laughs> we're we're less rock star and less red Bull before we crushing Red Bull before a concert, and now we 're coffee people, so I have always wanted to release a coffee that I love that I genuinely want to drink every day because I, I do drink mine every day, and um I remember thinking like, man, like I, I always get DMs from fans that suggest merch ideas. You should make pop sockets. You should make Emo's Not Dead masks and this and that. And I just don't want to do necessarily another thing that everybody's doing. And I was like, I should do Emo's Not Dead coffee because no one would expect that. It's That's the weirdest piece of merch you can think of coming from <laughs> an emo guy is putting out coffee. So then I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to come out with a coffee. Maybe I'll plan to do three to four different blends. And that's when I decided, I was like, I'm just going to open with the screamo blend. And I actually went through the process of testing. Um, I, I tried 10 different luxury bags of coffee. The first nine were like close, but not right. And then the, the 10th bag that I tried, I was like, that is the coffee. And then I decided to, um, to put it out there. So I just wanted to do something different. And that's honestly the story is, I love coffee, I'm passionate about it, and I want to do something different. So why not do Emo's Not Dead Coffee for part of the merch? Yeah, spot on.
4: As I said, I think like, as you mentioned, a lot of people who are a bit older in the scene now are fed up of empty drinks and the mosh pits. It's more, I want to stand next to the sound desk, have a nice coffee and just nod my head slightly. So Totally. (laughs) but with the different blends as well i mean you know obviously you can go off with so many different ideas of that is there anything you can share with us right now with different names
0: and and things to go along with it yeah we, we got the skinny jean blend that's that's going to be coming out soon <laughs> uh i think we nice. got the, we got the guy laner blend and then oh, nice. and then we have the mosh pit blend so those are the four that we have so far um Uh, But yeah, so we started with Screamo. We put it out close to a month ago now. And honestly, the feedback is incredible. People do love it. And it's funny because it kind of starts as like a funny gift to get your friend. Do you know what I'm saying? Or your boyfriend or girlfriend Mm, is like, oh my God, I got you some emails, not dead coffee. It starts off (laughs) as like a one-time buy to be funny, but it legit is so good that people rebuy it that and i was like i just want to make sure like i i will never sh- sell shit to people i just won't do it like i won't package my brand on shitty coffee just for sales like i want to sell quality stuff people like even with my merch when i put it out i try multiple samples and i i try different fabrics and i make sure it's something that i actually want to wear or my fiance wants to wear before i put it out so i'm excited that people love it like it was it started off as like haha this will be funny and then i was like i'm going to actually make sure it's it's good and and now it's out there now that now the world's enjoying it yeah awesome yeah well i'm so excited to see what what comes next with the brand as
4: well but um earlier on we touched on uh, your old band it boys but i did want to bring it up, back up because i noticed quite recently uh you saw that the band was getting a lot of attention on spotify even on tiktok there was like a whole thread of people like mime into your songs and, and everything like that i mean how's that been kind of discovering that even though you haven't been a band for 10 years, people are still checking it out, seeing it. And there's still like that kind of connection there.
0: Yeah. You you know, what's weird is I like to look into everything and and I I had zero clue what was going on one day. I'm going to say maybe this is six months ago. I go to my, I was like, I'm going to see what's going on with it boys music. Is anyone still listening? Maybe there's 10,000 people per month listening. And I went to the Spotify and this was like, if this was a few months ago, And we had like 80,000-something monthly listeners, and we hadn't put out new music... I mean, in years, eight, eight years, nine years, something-ish around there, and I was like, what is going on? And then I just kind of like let it go, and then I checked back again, and it was like at 95,000 per, streams per month, and now it's like 100-something thousand streams per month, and it just wasn't adding up, and then one day, I get a text from my friend Elisa, from, who's from Portland, Oregon, and she goes, I can't believe, she, she went to my, my It Boy shows back in the day, like she's one of my homegirls, who would support the band, right? And she goes, you won't believe this, but I got in my car and my daughter was playing your song, Guys Don't Like Me, on her phone. And I stopped her and I said, I was like, are you listening to It Boys? And she goes, yeah, I'm listening to Guys Don't Like Me. And she says, how do you know this song? And the little girl says, oh, I I play a game called Gotcha Life, and their song is really popular on there. So apparently there's... A... Anime. uh, To be honest, I don't quite understand how this is a game, but there's an anime game that people play where they choose anime characters that like have conversations to to different songs. And "Guys Don't Like Me" became a very popular internet song for that. So, and then and apparently it's you know relative. It's pretty big amongst that community, and they all first they someone one of them found "Guys Don't Like Me" and then did it for like an anime video, and then and then now there's like hundreds of anime videos with that song wow. that's
3: crazy though because like I thought I thought like the resurgence of it boys would be you know like off the back of your videos doing so well yeah um, yeah for them to find it from like Another like virally thing it's such that 's weird no
0: br- honestly dude i 'm mind blown because my first thought was that I was like, did people google me from emo 's not dead and say, "Is Matt Cutchchell really in a band, and then they could have found it there, you know like but no, like it 's from someone random putting the song on a game called gotcha Life, which now like i mean and it 's been months now it 's it 's like the trend hasn 't really died because our plays are still pretty strong, which is kind of mind-blowing. I we I should probably do an It Boys reunion. <laughs> yeah, we're at 141,000 yeah. monthly listeners now, which oh, wow. is mind-blowing to me. And the song guys don't like me has over 10 million streams, which it, you know, when we when we first put our music on Spotify, I'm going to say maybe it had a few hundred thousand. So, so yeah, it's yeah, it kind of had a mini blow-up on its own, which is very shocking.
3: Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's so strange that two yeah, they just
0: find it. You guys, you, 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 I was gonna say, you gotta. It's really funny. You should Google it, or not just YouTube it. YouTube, um, guys don't like me. Gotcha life. It's G A C H A, and then life. And you'll just see a bunch of videos. And I don't know how these people are enjoying. I don't know how this is a game or what they're doing. It's very interesting. Very very interesting.
3: I'll have, a, uh, yeah, I'll have a look into that. I'll see if I can send any of my old band stuff over <laughs> and see if they can uh, you should. If they make me go viral.
0: <laughs> I got I to gotta look up your old band. What, what was the name again? Oh, God. The Blackout. Oh, um, I, oh wait a second. Oh, I yeah. Did you guys oh, play wait. Slam Dunk Music Festival?
3: Yeah, we
0: uh, we have a couple of times Yeah, The Blackout. Dude, I...
3: If it helps, look. I got it. it. Is <laughs> my head, look? Is, is that head. you? That's me, there, bro. Like. <laughs> yes, I'm king of it. I, I was the king of it, bro. Hey, hold, hold you.
0: that up. Hold that up. I'm taking a picture with with my phone. <laughs> this is this is. Hang on a second. This is uh, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> just, just so
4: everyone knows, uh, Sean's just brought out an old cover of Kerrang, which uh, the blackout were uh, on.
0: So, hey. Oh, here we go. Hang on. This is, this is hilarious. Yeah. Three, two... Bro,
4: that... <laughs> <laughs> it is. That is good. Yeah,
0: yeah so wait a second. Yeah. You guys... So you guys played Slam Dunk Music Festival. I, I feel like you did it the same year that we did.
3: Let's oh, wow. find out. If only we had the... Oh, no, we did. The blackout. <laughs> it boys. How did we cross paths?
0: Um, yeah, um... Well, what what year did you guys play? probably a few years.
3: Oh, yeah, we've done it a couple of the times. The blackout, um,
0: blackout slam
3: dunk. Slam <laughs> dunk. <laughs> Look at us both googling my bass. band. I love I love it. Um, 2012.
0: There's a good there's a good chance that we did either 11 or 12. Be, and here's how I know because I so Tommy who was my it was our bassist. He knew every band in the scene, every band, and I knew a lot of the American bands, like like uh, um, bands like Bullet for My Valentine. I wasn't quite familiar with until my friends introduced me, you know. But like Tommy, Tommy listened to the Blackout, and he and then I discovered you guys with him. I'm pr- I'm either either when we were on tour in the UK or when we were at Slam Duck Music Music Festival that's crazy bro if we played (laughs) slam dunk together that's good that's genius
3: (laughs) I'm looking now I'm looking now um slam dunk what's this oh I don't know I'll look it up I'll I'll do do some
0: research and I'll I'll send you an email or text and and, uh and let you know that's so funny dude yeah it's funny how um
4: things like this could work out I mean like you know you've probably met in in your previous lives (laughs) (laughs) literally (laughs)
0: literally, our previous lives we did (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, our previous
0: haircuts. Yeah. Our, previous our previous haircuts. Hel- <laughs> Damn,
3: our previous helmets of hair met. Um, yeah, I did a 2009 Warp tour as well, which was uh, which was fantastic to come over there. So uh, yeah, that was nice. And yeah, have you ever thought about doing like um like an emo's not dead video with like uh, like offs of like the emo scene back then? So like maybe do like a broken side one where you get broken <laughs> oh side evolve, God. and you could be like. Oh wait, a minute. oh this is this is wrong. <laughs> or did, <you> know, <laughs> well, something like
0: <clears throat> It's funny. So did, did you know that we toured with them for like our first our second tour ever? No you know, joke. I so, didn't Yeah, so when we when we dude, I'm not kidding, bro. Like we had some I had some very interesting first tours because you kind of have to take what you can get. You got to you got to go on a tour yeah. oh, with yeah. a band who has a following and oddly enough, I wasn't I wasn't a fan of their music, but the guys were all really nice to us. Really. They like, they, they were legitimately, I don't know if you've met them. Like I expected something so different because they're so wild and they just want to get crunk and get met. Like I expected something so different. And when we joined their tour, I was like dreading it. I was like, Oh no. I was like, we're going to go on tour with broken side. But, you know, like it is what it is because we, we weren't like crazy party guys. We were business guys. We like wanted our band to succeed and we didn't want to be attached to a band who just wanted to like party and bang chicks. It just wasn't our thing. And but when we met the guys, they were they were the sweetest guys ever. They, it was I was so mild. I was like, these guys are actually really nice. So we actually had a really fun tour um, with them. I, we actually really enjoyed it. And our first tour ever was with Jeffree Star oh wow oh. our first oh. tour ever <laughs> jeffrey star knew um tommy our bassist and it was like i think it, w- it may have been like um a ten thousand dollar buy-on that are i don't think would, i don't think we had a label then i think we just had, like put put uh, scrapped up the money together and did a buy-on to his tour and our first tour was with, with jeffrey star and uh, interesting interesting yeah, tour. Was, um, I, yeah i can imagine
4: was,
3: was Daniel on that one? Do you know Daniel? Um he was part of Jeffrey Jeffrey's well, I say band. They just used to scream together. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So him and Je- him and Jeffrey. Yeah, just wondering if you'd yeah, you'd met Daniel with him as well. Um
0: Yeah, so yeah, at the time Jeffrey didn't have um he didn't have a drummer for some reason or his drummer quit like Three days and something like that, and so our drummer Duck played for Jeffrey and for us on on pretty much that whole tour. But I'm almost I forgot the guy's name, but we we I mean we knew his whole band. We were friends with his whole band. There was a a guitarist named Phil that I I do know Phil. Um, and then maybe da- he said Daniel. Yeah, I think so. I think
3: I, he was. I yeah. I don't know if he was like in the band. Like he just seemed to uh he would hang out hype man
0: man. yes totally i I think
3: i know who that is screamy uh screamy camp hype man he was (laughs) um which is uh which yeah which ended up is what i ended up doing in the blackout i suppose (laughs) um for anybody listening um who would be the dream guest for emos not dead like who would be the one is it like jared way would you Uh,
0: you know what so i have a couple um i'm i really want to feature taking back sunday so Adam, yeah, appreciate- Adam, Adam in a video would be huge. Um, I think my audience would really freak out for Gerard Way for sure. I just the thing. The truth is, I, I don't know if, if comedy emo is something Gerard would, would be into. Hmm. I, I I I don't know. What, I don't know the guy. He's he's kind of a, he's kind of a, a a mysterious guy. I think yeah at least for me like i'm not friends with him i don't know him but like from the outside he i you just you can't i can't quite tell if he even likes comedy at all <laughs> do, do you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i don't know so um I re- yeah
3: i reckon i reckon he'd love it i i think he'd love it you think so um yeah yeah i think so um well yeah mikey fall like mikey's into it mikey's into it he could surely he can give the brother a nudge <laughs>
4: that's true <laughs> well i I was gonna suggest I think like maybe Frank Iroh or Mikey away from the band would probably be like the ones I imagine who would definitely be up for doing something. I mean Frank Iroh is a def- a really funny guy. I think
0: something between the two of you would be uh be a hit. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe I can get Mikey and Frank uh, in, in the video and, and they could nudge for Gerard if if not, people would still love that. So yes, I mean a my fe- feature at all would be huge. Um I I do I eventually do want to do a Blink 182 video so like I mean any of those guys from Blink they were all standalone just iconic dudes and I feel like you know a Travis Barker or, Mar- or Mark Hoppus feature could be could be huge so so yeah I guess um, we'll see I'll I'll, I'll keep uh, I'll, I'll keep reaching out to these guys and see see who's next yeah nice, or yeah. What,
4: or what you could do is um, do a video where you find a very sad Tom DeLonge and then you cheer him up. And then an alien appears,
0: yes. and then that's it. And then catch you off at an alien. I, I'm into that, Tom Tom DeLong. <laughs> hey, what what is Tom DeLong doing right now? Is he in to the, to the Stars Academy? So he um, he's doing Angels and Airwaves, the other band.
3: But yeah, he's he's basically running this thing called To the Stars Academy, which is looking into UFOs and how to reverse engineer UFOs, uh, so so we can use the technology. I love it. Which is very I'm, kind I'm, of him. So thanks Tom. I'm and down I know with he that. listens. I know he listens every week. So cheers Tom um, for looking out for us.
0: All right, I'm going to I'm going to DM Tom today because yes. I want I want, <laughs> I want him to at least say where are you? And I'm <laughs> so sorry in one of my videos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got to mispronounce the word head. Oh um
3: at some, <laughs> I- Yed, yed. yed. Yeah. <laughs> Boys inside my yed
0: What's a yed? Boys inside my
3: yed <laughs> Yeah, you've got to yeah, either that one, yeah, or Where are you? Yeah, you could be lost in the dark and all of a sudden
0: <laughs> Tom Delong, where are you? I, I'm obsessed with that. I'm I'm 100% DMing him. I got I got to get him. I, I I I mean listen, all the blink guys they made their career off comedy videos. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like yeah. one of them has to do it.
3: Yeah, you couldn't, yeah, you couldn't message them and be like, hey, guys, do you fancy doing this? And then they come back and be like, oh, no, uh, we're a serious band. And you'd be like, yeah, but I did write the song. uh, I want to fuck a dog in the asshole, didn't you? So come on, guys.
0: Come on, man. Oh, my God. Could you imagine them just claiming to be a serious band? (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 but you never
3: know this is the thing with tom now with the ufos and the aliens and stuff maybe is maybe has gone a bit too serious but fingers no, crossed
4: he, he still posts a little bit of comedy now and again on uh, on the
0: twitter and instagram and stuff so i'm, I'm oh, sure okay. i'm sure he'd be up for something well i'm dming him right now with you guys on the line just so you Ooh. know nice. okay so you, 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 you guys, you guys might be
3: <laughs> asking, asking what Ask him if he wants to do the podcast Send,
4: yeah. Send him the Zoom link Tell him I'll- to join We can have a meeting right now I just at the very bottom I was like
0: also can you podcast right now He just joins
4: <laughs> <laughs> We'll sort out all the details right on this now.
2: Just, Yeah
3: yeah. it's not like Yeah I met him before Our, our band's toured together uh, Over here so Oh did you? Yeah yeah just before we left I think
0: damn i was gonna say yeah um just to kind of flip the interview what was um what were some of the most epic bands that you toured with and you like oh, you had just, go. and you had an amazing tour oh he's got some great stories here
3: um my chemical romance took us on an arena tour in the uk Jeez. Uh, they were absolutely amazing the nicest one of the nicest bands we've ever met um straight after that tour we flew to sydney to do a tour in australia and we got to our venue we got to the first venue and my chemical romance said sent two bottles of champagne to us thanking us for being on the tour and we'd never experienced anything like that yeah you know didn't we didn't buy on it was nothing you know there was nothing like that they were absolutely lovely um
0: and you guys and, and obviously by that time if you if you were invited to play an arena tour you guys had a huge following by then as well
3: yeah we yeah we had yeah we did, we were doing okay at the time yeah that's awesome um but yeah yeah, they were lovely to us. Um, I got to tour and perform with my rock musical heroes, Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's a yeah, there's a video of me singing my favorite Limp Bizkit song with Limp Bizkit on stage in Germany, and I'm basically doing a Fred Durst impression to Fred Durst the whole time.
0: That is that is awesome. Epic.
3: Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's loads of bands. We were very very lucky. Um, And yeah, we've done, yeah, we've done, we've been lucky enough to have a lot of the bands on as guests as well. So like Take It Back Sunday and stuff.
0: So, so what, what was your, I mean, we don't have to get into it and your audience probably knows, but like, did you guys, was the, was the band days, was it just over for you and you decided like, I want to do a new chapter in my life? Like, like how, or how'd no, your,
4: how, no. okay. <laughs> basically, oh, no. basically he disappeared for like four or five years uh, yeah, and then like we started, um, <laughs> we started it.
3: No, basically towards the end of the band, um, we did, yeah, we did a happy album called Start the Party, which, you know, for an emo is, that's not what we want. Like, we don't want to know how, how good a time the band's having. We want to know how miserable you are and how, how much a girl has broken your heart. Yep. So, uh, yeah, we we wrote that album. And as much as we like it, it didn't really connect that much. And then after that, then we kind of, we kind of realized that it was coming to an end I guess and the rest of the boys in the band kind of like had well they had kids and they got married or whatever whereas I was just, I wanted to be a musical gypsy forever and just (laughs) live on tour and just having a good time but I'm starting a new band now and putting a a song out in September hopefully so that's an exclusive I've just given away while I've been interviewed on my own podcast (laughs) (laughs) well
0: Well, there it is, folks. You you heard it first, um, dude. That's awesome. So, I mean, obviously, don't yeah. Let let me shoot me an email or text when when that comes out. I I definitely want to check it out because and now I gotta revisit the blackout because it's you know it's been a long time since I've um since I've yeah, there listened a, to you guys. So I gotta. There's look a at, song.
3: I, there's a song called "Children of the Night" or "Save Ourselves." Are the like the the bigger ones, which were probably the um, most emo. Well, "Children of the Night." Is there anything more than? I
0: am a child of the night running about. No, that's as emo as it gets. Thank you very much. I I do feel like
4: (laughs) shut the fuck up should get a mention as well, though, Sean. Yeah, okay. Thank you, (laughs) Mo.
3: Thanks, Mo, for the... But yeah, check it out. I'm sorry, I'm sorry that when you listen to it um, that you're going to be disappointed, but, you know, we've all grown up and moved on slightly.
4: Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah, But but Matt, what's some of your other experiences in the music industry? Because obviously It Boys had a whole album, you were involved with a record label, loads of tours, played festivals. I mean, what's some of the kind of fondest memories when when you look back on? Or is there any little things that you think people, like music fans, don't really realise what it's
0: like being in the band and being in that world. Yeah. I I think, you know, like, well, first of all, you know, you guys know more than anybody as well, that the grind is real. Like, like it's, it's far and few bands that actually have the, the overnight blow up. Like most bands that have that blow up, it's not an overnight thing. They've been grinding for years. They've put out albums that have flopped. They've gone on tours that have not done much for them. They've grown their fan base for like 10, like it's just a lot of work. And like, um, But I will say, like, my most fond memories are those memories of not quite the successful memories, but, like, just grinding it out with your bandmates. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, your bandmates become your brothers, and I remember, like, maybe our, like, second tour... We, um, we bought our own van and trailer and our van didn't have AC or heat and it had a <laughs> hole in the floorboard of um, of where of Ooh. the driver's side and we toured in Canada in the dead of winter in our van and I'm like I kid you not dude like to like our driver who was driving by where the hole was in the floorboard where like 15 degree air was blowing in had to put on a full-blown sleeping bag and wear wear a sleeping bag and drive with and drive with the sleeping bag like on. I'm not kidding. Like he'd wear a sleeping bag and would drive like this. And then, you know, we didn't have money for hotels. So we would often, um, just use our Twitter or social media and try to find fans along the way to like crash at their houses. And some people had like a small apartment say, Hey, like I have a roommate and the roommate's only cool with like or three of you guys and so three of us would go get hot showers and the other three would sleep in the van and it was freezing like we'd bring a a bottle of water from the venue I'll never forget this I brought a bottle of water from the venue and I got in the van and I got in my sleeping bag and I was like okay I just got to ride this out and then when I woke up in the middle of the night I grabbed my water it was frozen (laughs) in my van
4: (laughs)
1: So like, you know,
0: like we've gone through a lot of shit, but like, you know, then when we started becoming successful and going on bigger tours, uh, it makes you, it just makes you really appreciate your, you you know, what you, what you've done and what you've accomplished. And I think hearing our song on the radio for the first time was like the biggest moment for us to be like, holy shit. Like our song, um, we got placed on, um, on Sirius radio hits one. And uh, we got played on there. Our song "Guys Don't Like Me," and so hearing that was huge. And then it started climbing like a countdown chart on Hits One, which was awesome. And then um, Kiss FM started picking it up in different stations. So we would do flyout dates and play the regions that were playing our song. So getting that type of success was there's no sweet there's no sweeter victory. It was it was so fun. And I know you you know you've experienced the same thing as like it's so grueling. And then finally, when you see progress, there's just no greater joy. Correct. Yeah,
4: yeah, but 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 with that as well, I mean, I, I know you've mentioned that kind of you know you've already looked at different aspects of kind of getting into the music industry again with Emo's not dead and a band of that kind of thing. But have, but before that, have you ever thought about maybe getting back
0: into the to the music world? Um, to be honest, I mean, yes, it's been a thought. I, I've definitely thought about it, but Emo's not dead has definitely nudged me into making it a reality because if I do come out with my personal record or personal album under the emo's not dead umbrella, um, there's an audience for it already and I get to do music that I still love. So, you know, like, so I am very excited to go that route and put out that kind of music. Um, but you know, so, so yeah, I I had thought about it before, but I think emo's not dead is what's making it possibly a reality. Awesome. Yeah. It'd be very, be really good to hear oh, yeah hopefully yeah,
4: uh, hopefully you can get something done very soon With uh, i love to hear that and um just a couple of quick things matt um we, we mentioned obviously there's so many different things you've done in your career and different aspects different worlds and, and whatnot but i think it's, it's safe to say the the main thing we can you can kind of describe yourself as making fun content online you and your fiance have done that for years on different platforms from vine to instagram tiktok pretty much everything but i, I want to ask you i mean a lot of people struggle like mentally trying to deal with social media platforms and, and, and how their stuff gets reacted and likes and, and all that kind of thing. How do you find a healthy balance between doing it professionally but still kind of having that other side of your life and not worrying too much about what goes on, how many likes, what's posted and, and, and that? Like, how, how do you restructure everything and, and create a nice mindset for yourself?
0: Well, I, I will say you know I'm guilty of, of this when I first started doing social media. Uh, getting likes is addicting, and, and having successful videos, it's addicting. And I had probably like a you know a three or three year period when I was doing vines that you'd get bummed if you shot a vine and it didn't work out and you'd have to delete it and like I, I think that at least for me, when I got older and realized that life wasn't just about um, other people liking you. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, I got to live for myself. I started just, I started not caring as much. And now if I think a video is funny, I post it. If it doesn't do extremely well, I don't care. Cause I still like it. And there's still a huge chunk of people that do. So, um, you know i've been doing social media now for maybe like 7 years and it's just kind of it's kind of like on autopilot for me at this moment and i, d- I don't think about it too much my new project my, the project that i do think about is the emo's not dead because i love it that much more than just doing regular videos but i think like you know for anyone else that's maybe new in the game and uh, and you know having that so- kind of social media addiction and maybe feeling bum when they don't get likes that that's normal but it does change as, as as you get older it does change and you kind of just learn to um, to just do what makes you happy put out the content that you like because if you like it guaranteed somebody else does you know
3: yeah that's awesome i think when yeah one of the, the biggest things i learned from my band doing all right was how important it is to not care what other people think because i used to like yeah i used to be mad for it giving a shit what my friends thought or whatever. And, you know, if they don't like it, I don't like it and all this stuff. And then, yeah, over time, you just realise that that's like some of the least important stuff is what other people's opinion is. is it? Oh, just go out and have fun. And, yeah, the best times of my life I had when I didn't care what anybody else thought of me
0: it's honestly, it's the absolute best. And, um, I, I will say like the larger the audience, the more haters that you'll have or the more negative comments. But like, listen, like you can't let a few negative comments ruin your day when there's 99% positive content, you know, comments. And I think a lot of people focus on the negative and like, I've even catch them. will catch myself doing that too, where I'll post a video and I'll scroll through and I'm smiling because all these people are liking it and tagging their friends and, you know, complimenting you. Then you you get the one that says, this isn't funny. And why do you let that one comment bum you out? It's like, yo, no matter what, there's going to be those people. So do what makes you happy and and the, the majority of your audience happy and then don't look back. So I've just been, I've been doing me. I've been posting videos that I like and what I love. And, and it's, you know, it's, it's kind of liberating just doing what you want to do. No, that's really that's really good advice. I, th- I think a lot of
4: people do struggle with that kind of separating it as well, like having an off switch from
0: social media, but still use it as the platform it is and the connection it is to everyone. Yeah, totally. I, I feel I-, I feel bad for a lot of younger creators. Like I know a lot of there's a girl named Lele Pons. She's very she's huge on social media, and I know her from the Vine days. But you know, I, I see her get very affected sometimes about these comments. It's like, well, listen, Lele, you have over 20 million followers like you're going to have people say the meanest shit to you you're going to have like no matter if you're that famous you get death threats like it's it's pretty ugly what people will do but you but you have to keep in mind you're making 20 million people smile You're making 20 20 million people laugh. You know, for me, I'm making 800,000 people smile. And if a hater uh, wants to say something, go ahead. It's not a big deal. (laughs) You know, you just got to, you got to, you got to focus on the positive and not the little bit of the negative. Yeah. No, yeah awesome attitude to have awesome
4: attitude to have and yeah i mentioning uh all the things you uh, like to get get your fingers in and be creative with uh you and ariel have just started your own podcast in the uh, quarantine as well riled up how's it been uh, kind of getting into the podcast world and
0: putting out out there in in such a weird time as well yeah you know what it, it's i love it um I, I will say as like on the I like to, to do it because I like to sit and have a conversation with her and put it out there. Like, no doubt, I, I like to do it for that. Uh, the, the weird part about it is people listen to podcasts for the most part when they're driving so we've noticed our network told us hey just so you guys know we're launching at a very weird time are you sure you want to and we're like well why is that and they said well most people on their commute to work or or back home listen to their podcasts so our network's uh, listens are way down so if you guys launch don't expect a huge audience we're like you know what screw it we want to release this anyway we're excited about it and we are we're excited about it we love it and I think people People also want things to do in quarantine, even though you might live with a roommate or a spouse, like you can have your alone time in your room and listen or put your earbuds in. So like I'm, we're getting a huge feedback Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's kind of fun to just, you know, shoot the shit with a microphone and, and we have no rules. We just talk about what's on our mind and, and we have a couple, like a few uh, news topics in front of us that we kind of can go off of. It's it's really fun.
4: With all that as well, one question I've gotta put in before we uh, before we wrap up. I need you to answer this as, as thoroughly as you can. What is your top three emo bands of all time? Or what are the oh. three emo bands that for you they are the scene?
0: Um Taking Back Sunday, the, Correct. U- the Used. Correct. Congratulations. Taking back Sunday. <laughs> There's no doubt my top two are Taking Back Sunday and the Used. Um okay. To be honest, like fr- from, there it's, from there, it's super tough. Like mm. it's really hard for me to place a third because I do, oddly enough, I do love My Chemical Romance, but they are later in the game for me. I kind of discovered, the, you know, their whole album later in the game, but like, oh, you know, oh, Under Oath, that's, that's my third. Okay. That yeah 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 because yeah taking back sunday and underoath were the two bands that i were obsessed with first then i discovered the used after those are the three the used nice. taking back sunday and underoath cool nice. yeah
4: yeah, well, Take It Back sunday has got to be number one. I mean, they're my personal favourite band of all time. I think they kind of cemented well, that, so that scene, makes, really.
3: Um, well, because they're your favourite band, they yeah. now must be the greatest emo
4: band of all time. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, how are the well, wait. All right, then, all right. Wait, you
3: you said your favourite band of all time is Jimmy Eat World. No, fi- no,
4: no, 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 no. I've always said on this podcast that Jimmy Eat World are my second favourite band of all time. But bullshit, <laughs> i call
3: calling bullshit on that. I don't believe that. Um, but Sean, but, Sean yeah.
0: what's Sean, let's hear yours. I I, I just heard Morgan's what's um,
3: yours. Oh, I'm gonna have to have a look through this two thousand nine Kerrang, I think. Um, <laughs> let's have a look. Yeah, Wait, you are ya?
0: wearing you
3: are
4: wearing a glass jaw shirt. Oh yeah, Glassjaw, Glass,
3: Joe, glass Joe, <laughs> my favourite band of all time ever. Um Yeah, I like Whoa, oh, Glassjaw. I like a bit of Undereath. I'm a big fan of Undereath, the used Oh yeah, I did um, (laughs) Yeah, so this is crazy The band, The Blackout (laughs) When we started out um, We covered Box of Sharp Objects by The Used And then years later again I ended up singing it with The Used Oh my god, amazing It's it's literally crazy how dreams come true Did they they come on
0: stage with you Or you went on stage with them?
3: Oh, I went on stage with them. They were doing the song, and, he, and they were like, oh, we want to invite a friend Sean. I was like, we're not even that friendly. We're that's, that's nice. <laughs> that's the
0: actual dream that you sang that song with the U's. You sang one of the most iconic yeah. songs. Like, you, you made it, man. You're, you're an
3: yeah, icon. it's time to shine. You're yeah. an icon. Um, yes. Yeah. So, basically, I started a band just so I could end up singing with other people's <laughs> bands, it seems. And I've done quite well out of it. So, uh, yeah. Uh, the Used, Glass Joe Away, uh, post hardcore slash emo um and oh to finish it, uh, i take tick- yeah i'm gonna go with take tick- it back sunday as well because bangers all day yeah bangers all day yeah
0: i i love is it tell all your friends is that their album yeah, yeah. The yeah. First I, one. Yes, I, that album was incredible i i gotta i gotta yeah. play that after this podcast and the um yeah
3: the amount of uh stage moves and mic swings i've stolen from adam is uh next level so i owe him that so if he's listening sorry
0: just so you know as soon as we're done with this before i listen to tell all your friends i'm gonna watch i'm gonna go google the blackout or youtube and i'm gonna watch all your performances because i have have a feeling i have a feeling if you if you mimic adam and his moves we probably have the same moves oh right then
3: <laughs> oh, I tell you what when you eventually get over here with um, emos not dead yeah we can have a mic swing off <laughs> we can have a we'll have a front man off
0: done
3: it's a deal I'm up, I'm up for it I'm up for it um, but yeah thank you so much for doing this yeah, um, it's been an absolute it, pleasure yeah uh, it's one we've been wanting to do for a while and uh, yeah just please keep it up yeah, where can people find uh, your stuff online if they want to purchase anything?
0: Yeah, um, you guys can can find me on... I'm on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Uh, if you search uh, Matt Cutchell, my first and last name, you can easily find it. And yeah, I mean, that... And then obviously, like, you know, for my for my emos out there, I know you guys probably have a, a large emo audience. You know, I, I sell my merch, uh, Emo's Not Dead merch on Fanjoy and my coffee at emosnotdeadcoffee.com. And... um and that's it. Yeah, just you know, find me on social media, look me up, show me some love. And if you guys are into um, into emo music, I I got the cure for it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice, awesome. Well, thank Good. you so was, much, Matt. Yeah, um, thank yeah you. please. Hopefully, when all this is over and all the pandemic and stuff, you can come to the UK and and do some emo not dead stuff as
0: well. That would be fantastic. I'll absolutely make it happen. I'll see you guys out there.
4: You're yeah uh, Fucking tidy. <laughs> 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 I thought you were going to do that for the rest of the outro then.
1: <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> We've been something for check out patreon.com for us that's happening. Yeah, well, and that would have been it.
4: I would have done a proper like emo scream but um, as you know Sean from me singing to you in like car journeys and before we record stuff um, I'm not very good at that. So the yeah yeah it's probably the best I could do what's that got to do? that's my whip up surely <laughs> yeah boy <laughs> anyway what a wonderful shot do you, know what? Do you shot. know what funnily enough if we were a
3: public enemy I would be Chuck D and I think you would be Flavor Flavor why <laughs> would well, I be Why?
4: because I'm hanging around with massive clocks all the time <laughs> yeah Minus an
3: L. Anyway, thank you again to internet funny man, all-round good guy, Matt Cutchell for the chat. And, uh, yeah, we loved it. We loved having him on. It was super good to see him. And, yeah, just chat all things emo, rock, and slam dunk, which is... A surprise, I was very surprised by that, but yeah, awesome.
4: Yeah, it was such a pleasure to have on, I was so excited about this, love the Emo's Not Dead videos, I think they are completely spot on, there's been so many times where I've done stuff like that in car journeys, or just like, you know, walk around the shops and having yellow card in my ears, or taking back Sunday or whatever, so keep her up Matt, it's outstanding, thanks again for taking the time, and remember to go and give him a follow, check out all this stuff, and I just can't believe like, that brand now, I'm excited to see what's next. There's coffee, there's merch. I mean, if there's a festival, there's a band. Ah, it's endless. Emo is the year of 2021. Emo is the year of 2021. Exactly. Put that on the t-shirt.
3: Twenty twenty one is the year of Emo. No.
4: Is that what you mean? No, what I mean is twenty tw- Emo is the year of twenty twenty one. I'm going with it, I'm sticking to my guns. You fucking shouldn't. <laughs> um, this is meant to be a professional podcast. Um anyway, uh yeah, thanks again to Matt.
3: What a what a what a lovely chap.
4: Yeah, outstanding. And if you'd like to give us your thoughts on this episode and some of his mad stories, then make sure to give us a follow at Sacklin' Pod on Twitter and Instagram again. Sean, how would you spell that? That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. P.O.D. Yes, send us a message. Let us know what you think the top three emo bands are of all time. I mean, I was very impressed with Matt's answer. Um, Taking Back Sunday is correct. So congratulations to him again for having the top knowledge on that. Um, But I'd be interested to see what everyone else's thoughts are. Uh yeah, my thoughts are you
3: are lying. in. And like I mentioned in the thing with Matt, to see Matt's face on Zoom, well we <laughs> we went into an argument, right, about you saying take it back Sunday the better when I know you fucking love Jimmy De World and I'm sure you've told me Jimmy is your favourite band ever, right? No. So to see Matt Matt for a second was like, Oh, what's going on here? And I think I think he was like, Oh, I guess this happens a lot (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he was very kind he was very nice and yeah he he enjoyed the vibe I think um, which means unprofessionalism he enjoyed the unprofessionalism but yeah check us out at Sapinipod on Instagram and
4: Twitter yes wherever you listen to this podcast as well please click that subscribe button it helps um, give us a rate a like a follow like all those stuff it it really really does a lot and tell all your friends taking back the pun um, about us about our previous episodes about all the great guests we've had the laughs the chaos the unprofessionalism and the deep
3: dark moments the lovely
4: light moments
3: where we've just pissed ourselves laughing with bands and stuff yeah we, there's some fantastic moments so yeah go, go back and check out the other 88 episodes and yeah like Morgan said subscribe right where possible it really helps us and if you can listen on Acast because mm. that helps us more as well
4: yeah big love to Spotify and I mean Apple and everyone else as well but Acast a little bit more
3: yeah yeah thank you uh, Mr Apple S uh, Spotify
4: <laughs> Right and sh- uh, I, I- yeah, Alan Cast. Alan Cast is the one. Thank you, Alan Cast. Right. So, before we go on with a, a little bit more of admin stuff, um, I do need to bring your attention to something, Sean. Um, you did reveal some exclusive news in that interview that Raiders yeah. Band UK will be releasing new music in September. Um, is there yes. any more comments or you would like to make or would you like to retract that statement in <laughs> any way? I mean, the floor is yours uh, to make amends because I imagine you. an angry um, Bob might be in the DMs. Yeah yeah i haven't told him and um, i'm not i'm not
3: 100 sure he listens to the podcast so we might be safe oh. Oh, um yeah, yeah fuck bob and then so i say um anyway well hopefully raiders will have a song out in september um that's pretty much all i can say right now it's just being mastered we've got a couple more people to talk to but then i think we're probably going to self-release um yeah, so yeah, keep uh keep a lookout for that. When there's more news, I promise you I will tell people. Um, but I'm super excited. The songs sound awesome. They're recorded by Todd Campbell, mixed by Stu Richardson, cool. and um they're being mastered in New York at the moment by a guy called Jesse who's fantastic. New York. City. I wouldn't mind Yeah, I wouldn't mind having it on in the future because he's written a book uh explaining to bands the best way to utilize your fan base and stuff. So oh. um yeah, I'll get on to that and then I'll uh i'll let you know about it but yeah yeah so raiders <laughs> sorry um going to business stuff yeah uh yeah so so raiders uh yeah might have a track out in september the song i think is going to be called Bot. and for anyone who's seen raiders live maybe you attended the funeral for friend shows or you were unfortunate to see us in tour in january february um it's the one that ends with everything has turned to
4: shit fuck yeah nice awesome so at least everything's in the works the co- the, clogs the clogs are turning the clogs are turning the clogs what the Dutch shoes are turning Hog. Um, as you've probably realised today um, speaking isn't sink like sink fucking
3: <laughs> <out>. <laughs> you're having a stroke can you smell toast I feel can you like smell
4: toast? I feel like Michael Scott from The Office that's I feel Wait, like let me, let me look at your face
3: all right no you're all right yeah you're all right so far um if you smell burn at any point we stop the podcast immediately okay (laughs) right
4: well because the equipment might be on fire
3: no because your brain (laughs) is on fire you're having a stroke mug (laughs) anyway what were you
4: trying what were you trying to say i mean raiders have things planned it's all there it's just finishing up that's what i'm trying to say
3: Yes, yes it is. Good. Thank God, thank God for that, yes. Yeah,
4: because Wasting A Way is out, which you can stream now on Spotify and Apple and all those other good music streaming platforms, but I would like some more music in my ears as well, Sean.
3: Oh, well there you go, Morgan's fucking ordered it, so Morgan's, he hasn't paid a penny for it and probably won't fucking pay a penny for it, but he wants it, everyone. Morgan Free
4: Music Richards! Ah, of The bastard. week that is. Um, but <laughs> there this- it is. But if you're enjoying our little chaos and everything and you want even more updates on Sean's band Raiders, the podcast and everything exclusively first, why not head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Join our community full of emos and goths and be our new family member.
3: Yes, join us. Become one of us. Yeah, it's a good laugh. Everyone has a good chat. Everyone gets on. We're all supporting each other. It's absolutely bang tidy. Get involved. Patreon.com forward
4: slash something. And if you read the descriptions of these episodes, I hope you do. It takes me a while to write them. There's loads of names in there we need to thank. They all mean the world to us, but we need to give a massive shout out to the elite members of our Patreon community. Those are the top tiers. Sean's going to read their names out to you right now, but they've probably changed their names as they always do to something crazy that will infuriate Sean in about 0.5 seconds. We'll see you now, yeah.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.
2: That's stamps.com. Code program.
3: Thank you very much to Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwaway. Well done to the Honourable Mo Degrees in, his, in becoming a real journalistic now. Mitch Perry, Amy Chilvers, Emma Barber, Amadine Urbana, I, Sean Smith, actually am not annoyed at Morgan for his first class honours degree, Dana Lasnova, Nathan Croshaw, Sapnin Podcast with the Honourable Mo Dick featuring Sean Smith, first class honours, Charles Mo Dickens, Weico Ia Tanke, Dances With Eyebrows, Tom Owen, Wilma Fingerdo, Liam Connolly, Drew Styles, Kelly Owen, Mike Lengler, the Maxi Dancing Champion, Campion, Kate Patak, went look went looking for a funny name, but all I got was this lousy t shirt. <laughs> the Honourable Mo Dick Richards, first of his name, the most journalistic man there is. Underscore. Simon Amos, big up, first class honours, Mo, Mo Dickinson Esquire, Kate Stevenson, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Ma- Martina McManus, John and Emma, Erin Howard, Kelly says, congrats, Mo degree, Saws no degree. Ah, oh, I think she's on about me. Becky Andy, Marcy Jacobson, Louis Cook, Sarah Stewart, First Class Mo Dick, and No Degree S. Uh, oh, here we go. Then. Sandra Kuwachek, <laughs> Nuala Clark, Mike Cunningham, Carl Pendlebury, Livy Cropper, James McNaught, Tallulah Grant, Kelly Emma Cannon, Stuart McNaught, Sharif Awadali, Jenny Robertson, Tony Michael, Lydia Henderson, and last by no means least, the mighty Samuel Griffiths. Thank yeah. you very much to every single one of those People, including the people who were bullying me for having a degree, but just remember, I've done more in a night than you've done in your life.
4: <laughs> oh, is that aimed at me or is that aimed at them? No, these bastards <laughs> okay, for go
3: me for. Oh, yeah, I've got a degree. Oh, yeah.
4: I've travelled the fucking world. <sighs> <laughs> But thank you, everyone. We love you very, very much. If you're not a part of our Patreon family, um, why not go and check it out our patreon.com forward slash happening? And yeah, but even though I do have a degree, Sean, as you could tell from this episode, speaking I've still not mastered yet. No, definitely not.
3: Um, and then the thing is, you've been doing speaking longer than you did your degree.
4: Yeah. Uh, I've been speaking for like 24 years. Well, I don't know. Nah, no, I wasn't speaking when I was two, was I? When I don't know. I don't know. When did you that's a good I question know. when do you normally know speak when do you
3: <laughs> <laughs> when fucking spoken to can we finish this I don't want to get into when I started speaking this isn't about this isn't about me growing up and when you learned to speak which sounds like about three weeks ago
4: <laughs> that's a good, good thought anyway yeah um, is there anything else you want to mention before we go Sean uh, no,
3: um, sorry to any English people that I might have um, offended with my anti, slightly anti-English rant um, during the podcast when Matt
4: thought we were both English. That's yeah. all. Um, we're just proud Welshmen and we're sorry if you're English. I know you can't help it, um, but we still love you.
3: We have definitely got rid of all of our Patreon today by the shit we've just said. Let's stop now before we fucking run out of everybody. Okay,
4: I love you, everyone. Love you, bye. Thank you for everything. Uh, thank you thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. ta everyone. ta on everyone. Bye.
3: Satin! You're listening to Savlin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.